whenever we are trying to lose weight and get fit, often our lifestyle habits get in our way. And that's what I want to talk about are, are really five of the most common lifestyle habits that I see that are keeping people from re- reaching their weight loss and fitness goals. So what I'd like you to do today is, as I go through these, is, is check yourself. You know, ask yourself the question, am I doing this to the best of my ability? And pick one that maybe you aren't doing quite as well. And over the next week or so, give, the, give yourself some focus on that. My name is CJ Johnson, and my background is in the golf industry. And I had a fantastic career uh, managing corporate golf facilities for one of the largest owner operators in the country. It was wonderful. It was great fun. Uh, but while I was doing that, I excluded everything else from my life, including eating healthy and working out. As a result, I ended up weighing over 250 pounds. I was 38 years old and I was obese. Uh, grabbed the bull by the horns, managed to lose 100 pounds, and have kept it off from then until now. And I have a birthday coming up next week, so I will be 57 next week. So that's been a while that I've been able to keep that off. And the reason that I've kept it off, I, I, people often ask me, well, how have you done that? Um, it's a combination of a lot of things. Uh, but certainly exercising and nu- nutrition, making sure that my nutrition is correct, you know, kind of those old-fashioned things. I know that oftentimes we're looking for quick hits, but that's not the way it really works. But on the nutrition side, one of the things that has, has always helped me is the um, are the NuSkin products. Since Protein Boost was around before TR90 came out, and when TR90 came out in 2013, um, Protein Boost got a little change, got an upgrade, as we often do, and... Um, still use the protein boost that's one of my favorite products and like I said I use that daily to help make sure that I have enough protein in my diet it's one of the building blocks of muscle it's also one of the things that keeps me from getting hungry in fact yesterday morning I had my breakfast plan and a shake was part of it and I was uh, late I was running out the door and I completely forgot my shake, forgot to drink it. And sure enough, about really about an hour before I should be hungry, I was hungry. And by lunchtime, I was really hungry. And I was like, what on earth? Yeah, forgot my, forgot my protein. So it really does make a difference. All right, let's jump into these five lifestyle mistakes. I'm going to start with number one. And this is, you know, hopefully with this pandemic, maybe this is one of the things that we're improving at. I don't know. Um, but the, st- the statistics before this pandemic were awful and that's a lack of sleep. And, you know, to put it simply, most of us need to sleep more. We need an average of eight hours of sleep a night. And the average American just does not get that much. I, I the last time I looked, I think it was a little less than seven um, so when you don't get adequate enough to rest, uh, amount of rest, you're going to be more likely to be hungry, you're going to overeat, and this adds to weight gain. You know, you're not going to feel like cooking a healthy meal. You're going to perhaps you're going to opt for the easy choices, which oftentimes are fast foods, or um, even if it's not necessarily a fast food from from like a McDonald's or something like that, um, uh, processed foods, highly processed foods. 
And it's that same lack of energy that's going to say, oh, I'm just too tired. I can't get to the, to the gym. Now, if you want to compound that, so we're maybe not eating as well and maybe not exercising as well, uh, sleep deprivation uh, causes your metabolism to slow down a little bit. And, you know, the sleep process is essential to um, helping our bodies, helping our bodies restore and restore themselves. And now I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm um, oh, I wanted to talk about one of our products and it just flew out of my head. Um, but anyway, in any event, um, <clears throat> so with, with the sleep, what are the things that you can do for sleep? So first of all, if you have a sleep problem, I mean, if this has been a problem for you for a long time, I'd encourage you to go to sleep to a sleep clinic and um, get some medical help because it's a real issue. But if it's not, if it's just you're not prioritizing sleep, change it and make it a priority. And one of the ways that I recommend prioritizing it is to set the, use the bedtime app on your phone. Uh, I have an iPhone. I think that Android has something similar. I have an iPhone and you can, customize it so that you get a little alarm uh, and you can set it for 15 minutes or a half hour, an hour before your bedtime and then get into a bedtime routine. What are the things that you do before you go to bed? Um, Perhaps you take a bath or maybe a shower or maybe you read. Uh, But one of the things I do is, is I do the same things each and every night before I go to bed to set myself up to get good sleep. So just like you kind of set up your day for planning your daytime, you need to also, you you need to prioritize and plan your sleep as well. Okay, so that's number one. Make sure that you are getting enough sleep. Number two, too much TV time. So um, I think that a lot of people get into the habit of sitting in front of the TV for hours on end, and especially when there's stress in our lives. Um, you feel that you're worn out, you're taking a break, but, you know, sitting on the couch and zoned out watching TV is not the way you are going to lose some weight. So, first of all, ask yourself, how much time are you spending on the TV? And uh, even though we don't watch as much network TV anymore, on Netflix, all those types of programs. How much time are you spending? And then the other place to look is not just TV. How much time are you spending on your phone? Some people say, oh, I never watch TV. But if you looked at how much time they spend on their phone or perhaps on social media, uh, they may be surprised. And there are apps which you can have on your phone which can help you to track how much time you are spending on social media and then also to help you to control it if it happens to be too much time. Uh, so the first thing would be to limit yourself to the time that you spend watching TV. Now, <clears throat> if you're just going to keep watching the news and your favorite TV shows, how about using some that time <laughs> to help you burn a few extra calories? You know, leave a few, a small set of hand weights next to the couch. And you can just simply work your biceps or your triceps. You could stand up, do some squats and lunges to work your legs. You know, get down on the floor, do some sit-ups, um, uh, do some planks, a, a variety of different exercises. You can, if you don't, if, if at that point in time, 
you've already done your exercise for the day. How about getting down on the floor and doing some uh, fascia release by rolling? Uh, rolling on a ball or a foam roller or anything like that will help to uh, get your body ready for the next workout. So that's number two. Watch the amount of time you're spending on your devices and uh, can you multitask during that time to do something to help your body? Number three, you know, research in terms of weight loss is always changing, right? Uh, but one thing that has remained consistent is breakfast. When people skip breakfast, especially because they are um, trying to cut calories, they are less successful at weight loss. They tend to eat more during the lunch or the dinner phase of the day, and they are not as effective. And studies have been, studies have been um, pretty consistent with that. So once again, you know, fitting breakfast into a busy schedule can mean that you really have to change things around. Um, but here would be my suggestion for that. The night before, write down what you're going to eat for the day. And, and my recommendation is not just for breakfast, but to write down breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Either do it the night before or depending upon how hectic your morning is, you can write it down that morning. Um, I like to write mine down the night before. And I write down what I'm going to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I, and I really make it pretty basic. I, I, I'm not measuring quantities or any, anything else like that. I make this very basic. I mean, it literally takes me less than two minutes to do this. And, and, and um, I have a, a, a little bit more in-depth planning process that happens on Sundays that you've probably heard me talk about. We, we don't have the time to get into that today. But just at least start by writing down what you're going to eat the next day. That when you way when you get up in the morning, you've already made that decision about what you're going to have to have for breakfast. You're not standing in the kitchen and thinking, oh my gosh, do I have the ingredients for this? Do I have this for this? Whatever it may be. Uh, and you can make sure that you get your breakfast before you head out the door. Number four, oh boy, and I'll tell you, this one is, is so interesting to me, especially if you drive by any local Starbucks, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in, in very much in a resort town. And if you drive by the local Starbucks, which is on the main corner at about three or four o'clock in the afternoon, all of the people with those big, tall um, frozen drinks that are just loaded with calories. So lifestyle mistake number four is drinking too much sugar. Um, it's kind of easy sometimes to forget. Um, or not even realize how much sugar is in what we drink, whether it be sodas or the coffees. Um, we'd be much better off replacing those types of drinks with some type of water. You know, regular water, um, sparkling water, even if you took that sparkling water or the regular water and add a little bit of fruit flavor to it, like perhaps say a cranberry juice or something like that, uh, that would be extremely helpful in a couple of reasons. First of all, your brain tends to confuse um, thirst with hunger. So if we're not getting enough water to begin with, you're going to be feeling like you're hungry. So it's a great way to get some extra water. But then the next thing is anytime we add those seriously sugary drinks, to our um, diet, our brain wants more of that sugar. The minute we put sugar in the body, it's like, ooh, I want more of that. 
Um, you know, we kind of get this dopamine high, it's a feel good high. And now we start to crave sugar. So drinking too much sugar, and many of us don't realize how much sugar is in what we drink. Um, now, if you can't cut it out completely, how about cutting it down? How about making choices that have less sugar than them? You know, some of the sugar-free syrups and things like that. Uh, not drinking the same number of drinks that you would in a week. If you typically do a coffee drink or a soda three times a week, how about drinking it two times a week? And just starting there, right? Instead of thinking, oh, gee, I'm going to completely cut this out, how about cutting out one and beginning there? And then the last one, mistake number five, <clears throat> is not doing enough physical activity. You know, you need to burn some some calories while you are losing weight. And, and so, in essence, if you aimed... <clears throat> For somewhere between 30 to 60 minutes of exercise during the course of the week. And, I, you know, that can be as simple as that's some cardio exercise that can be going out walking. Um, and if you're a walker, and walker is great, walking is great exercise. But I'm going to ask you this. Are you challenging yourself with your walking? Can you walk just a little faster? You don't necessarily even have to walk further. That's not what you're looking for. But can you walk just a little bit faster? Could you swing your arms where you're walking? Could you intensify your exercise program? Some people put exercise on their priority list. But then when it comes to the exercise, they don't actually challenge their body. So somewhere between 30 to 60 minutes of, of exercise on most days of the week. So that should include some cardio. That definitely should include some weight uh, training, you want to weight train somewhere two to two to four days a week. Ideally, three is great. Uh, that's the way that we build muscle. That is your metabolism, and um, your metabolism is what burns your calories. So the more muscle that you have on your body, the more efficient your body is in terms of a calorie burner. Well, what I'm telling you is this: is if you've got more muscle, chances are you're going to have to eat a little bit more. Um, so it's it's kind of a it's kind of a double edged sword. Now you also want to have exercises in there that include balance and stability. So balance would be just your ability to balance your body statically. Stability is your ability to balance your body while it's moving. And then you also want um, uh, flexibility and mobility. So flexibility is the body's, um, the muscle's ability to lengthen, and mobility is the normal range of motion in a, jo in a joint. <clears throat> Those are all things that, as we get older, decrease for a variety of reasons. So by practicing some of those, you can hold on to that and still stay very flexible and have a body that works well. So all of those components should be part of an active program. And if you're not sure how to get that fitness program, um, then you need to contact a fitness pro professional to help you to formulate something that will work for you. But those are the five mistakes is a lack of sleep, too much screen time. We don't even have to say TV. We can say screen time. Skipping breakfast, drinking too much sugar, and um, not getting enough phys physical activity into your day. So take a look at the one that you think that plagues you most. Even if it's all five, I want you to pick one. Just pick one and set some goals around that one to change your behaviors. All right. 
So we've come to the end of the call. If you, at the top of the hour, if you go over to the One Team Global Facebook page, we've got a uh, one of our new skin leaders over there helping you to learn how to do, uh, how to build your new skin business. In the meantime, I'm going to take this call off mute so that everyone can say goodbye. Thank you, CJ. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That was great, CJ. Thank you. Your mine is water. Mine is water. Drink water. Anyway, somebody else. Sorry, I interrupted you twice. My apologies. Uh, have a great day, go- girls and guys. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a wonderful day. In all seriousness, you know, as Kent mentioned, you know, the the true leaders, people that do rise, um, are plugged into the call, but more importantly, taking the teachings and putting them into action, right? Um, Even if we're able to do one small thing each day to move our business forward, it's, it's huge. 